me personally, I love eye contact. Eye contact is a turn on for me, um, which is, I actually like the missionary position with someone that I like. I mean, if it's not, it's not someone I like, then, you know, turn your head away. The Romance Diva. A titillating podcast. Welcome to the Romance Diva podcast. I'm Natasha Pendleton. I'm Jason Doyle. You are? Yes, I am. Good morning. Is it morning still? It's, yes, it is. It yeah, is. it's still morning when we're recording this. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we can say good morning officially, I guess. Good morning officially. By the way, this last week's podcast was mostly downloaded in the mornings. <laughs> oh. So I don't know what uh, people are doing, but they're getting up to get some Romance Diva. Oh, before noon. So before those nooners? Yes, yes. <laughs> So, uh, what are we doing today? Um, we have a couple of questions, a couple of, I don't even know if they're questions. Well, I mean, I guess you can call them questions. So we'll, we'll maybe take a look at a couple of those. Um, and then you have a poem that you want to read, I believe. Uh, you know, I kind of get into historical erotica from time to time Mm -hmm. and a buddy of mine, she posted this on her Facebook page. So I thought it was kind of interesting because it's, it's. Not quite ancient Egyptian, but it is pre-Christian Egyptian, so before the B.C. era. Okay. Uh, But it's an interesting little... You can see that people got freaky even back then. As I would hope they would. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So... So we've got some of that going on, and of course, uh, that means we probably ought to give the folks a heads up of what's going on. Might as well go ahead and knock that out the way now. Right. So this is the Romance Diva podcast, and with romance, sometimes there's these things uh, that happen between uh, people that, uh, you know, we, uh, well, we, we talk about from time to time, but it's, you know... It's I feel like things I'm getting a sex ed course. Well, <laughs> like, you know, you got to be permission slip. You got to be careful because you know you don't want to drag anything out and accidentally get arrested or anything like that these days. Gotcha. Yeah, no, no. It's we talk in a frank nature about sex, and that sometimes leads us to talk a little naughty from time to time, and. Lately, sometimes even a little serious, uh, you know, so we can go serious as well. But it's definitely going to be adult-natured content here. So if you're looking for something a little bit more, let's say, uh, PG, well, this isn't it. We're going to go R-rated from this point out. Uh, That's because we talk explicitly about sex and romance and all the things that humans do together uh, in that arena. So... If you uh, if you want to continue on, make sure your earbuds are on so you don't disturb your neighbor, unless that's the intent. Unless they to want dis- to be disturbed. Right, right. Uh, and then, uh, you know, otherwise enjoy this podcast. Yes. And the, qu- the way we get our questions and the way we get our topics are from you, the audience. And so I thank you guys for that. So keep them coming. Um, you can reach me on Facebook as Natasha Hauser Pendleton. You can follow me there. You can also reach me on Instagram, Snapchat, and um, TikTok as OKC's Romance Diva. Twitter, too. I just haven't really looked at I haven't been on Twitter in a while. And you can also, it is springtime. Spring has officially sprung, even though Oklahoma winds and uh, weather hasn't been as fully cooperative lately. Um, (laughs) The poor people that were doing picnics last week. Oh, I felt for him because it, oh, was, yeah. it, it was, was a little def- windy here in Oklahoma City. It was windy. Yes, I, yes. Like stuff was falling off the table. So I get, yeah, I get it. They were like, oh, we're ready to go. I was like, oh, I, I understand. <laughs> but um, 
So picnics and hotel decorations, those are way back in swing. So if you do want to contact me via my business page, that is Unforgettable Events OKC on Facebook, as well as Unforgettable Events OKC on Instagram. So you can use those two as well. Right on, right on. Right on. And before we get started, let's uh, kind of note a... uh... We've reached a milestone. We did reach a milestone. You let me know that this morning that I we did reach over 500 downloads. So, so that happened over the last yay. week. So we've made that Thank jump. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thanks for all the support. Thanks for just sharing it with people. I'm extremely grateful that you've uh, followed me this far on these rants of the <laughs> I have every week. <laughs> <laughs> and I bring people along for the rants with me. So um, some of you actually are... Uh, asking to be uh, along for the ride. So I will be contacting you guys. I have a lady that um, does, uh, she wants to talk about some of her online dating disasters. Oh, so, I have heard nightmare stories yes. about this. So this is, that would be great. So she's, that would um, be great. I'm yes. setting up a time for her to come sit on the couch and talk about those uh, disasters. Um, I also have a couple of, I've ne- we haven't, other than you, I haven't had a guy on the couch. Well, and I'm actually in talks with somebody, mm. uh, maybe an Armenian lover. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I just ran into somebody of interest and mm-hmm. kind of, we struck up a conversation and the Romance Diva podcast came up and it was like, well, if you could excuse my uh, accent. accent and I'm like, Oh, we're inclusive. <laughs> we're pretty darn inclusive here. Well, so yeah, that? we'll figure it out because sometimes that's sexy too. It sure is because um, accents are so sexy. Uh, yes. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but so um, I have a couple of guys that have expressed interest in being on uh, on the couch as well. So that's exciting. Um, so I will be following up with some of you guys this week in reference to that to have some more couch visitors because, you know, my three bitches and two babies and my other bitches and mother girls and baby mama all are great, but I haven't had a guy on the couch. Yeah. Well, at least not that way on the couch. <laughs> but, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> for the show, though. <laughs> for the show itself. Yes. We, I'm, yeah. I'm the only one. You're the only guy that's actually sat on this couch. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. so I do... Open that invitation. So thank you. So I will be contacting some of those this week. And I'm really excited for the online dating drama, though, because I I can't wait to hear some of those trades. That's going to be fun. (laughs) And and just in case uh, uh, folks are kind of, well, when when do you guys do this? We usually tape on the weekends. We do. We we can do in the evenings during the week as well. But, uh, you know. Usually like. Sundays, um, Saturday, depending on what we either have going on. Because um, we're business people as well. Yes. So. <laughs> Saturday, sometimes business has got to get done. Yeah. So entrepreneur life ain't no joke. No, no it's not. <laughs> it's, no, it's really not. no days off. So let's uh, let's move forward with the questions. What we do we got? We will move forward. So you don't want to read your, your, your No, we'll, yet, say, we'll save, save that. It. We're going to save that. Because, you know, Egyptian erotica, <laughs> that's probably a good hook. For people to, uh, you know, stay tuned and listen to the whole thing while we uh, go through some questions with uh, folks. And that's something else. Uh, you know, you can always reach out to us and, and email us. And oh, yes. Like I didn't that. give them yeah. the email address. The email I'm address. sorry. Um, the email address is the Romance Diva Podcast at gmail.com. So you can also email your topic suggestions or if you want to sit on the couch. All you get to do is sit, by the way, um, and talk. Nothing else. 
Yeah, that's all we do around here is we talk because uh, whatever other happens when I when the recorders aren't rolling, that's none of my business. <laughs> oh God! All right, so <laughs> if these walls could talk, sometimes I'm glad they can't. Or the floor, or something oh. else. In there. Anyway, oh, so oh, wait. one of the things. That, <laughs> so one of them was, uh, where is it? Where's the weirdest place that you've had sex? Oh, okay. Uh, it was a very dark and stormy night. Oh, are you going to read a book to me? And my lover and I um, were running through this particular property. And she just so happened to have the keys to this certain chapel. And there was, uh, let's just put it this way. God's name was used in that chapel mm. during that dark and stormy, stormy night, night, which, you know, with all the, you know, glass, the, the stained glass and stuff like that, it was a very, very kind of cool, groovy experience. And, uh, so the next day from what my partner, that particular, mm-hmm. that particular tryst told me when she went back in. To make sure that everything was clear, you could still see the knee prints and the claw marks into the deep plush carpeting on (laughs) the prayer temple. So she had to redo the little shag carpeting there. That would that would be the probably the most blasphemous place I've ever. And because you said shag carpet, I'm going to say that that must have been quite some time ago. (laughs) It was. It was some time ago, yes. And the reason why I say that is because my dad has a Monte Carlo that had shag carpet. He had a little rake that he cleaned it in. And I was born in 77, so I think that Monte Carlo's were from like 73 or 74. Um, Yeah, the green machine had a little shag carpet to it. Yeah. Um, Weirdest place... um, in my younger years, I didn't actually, we didn't actually get to have sex because we got busted before we actually, we were in still in the foreplay stage of this one, but this was actually at my church. Oh, <laughs> so, so we have something in common, yeah, don't we? <laughs> um, we were, that in your Apple Music library, you oh, can ask me to play a radio see, station. Siri, oh, Siri, um, Siri. That wasn't going to be in my selection. (laughs) She always has these inopportune times that she wants to answer a question, and she doesn't. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, that was not a question nobody asked you. At least you know you're being listened to. Yeah, Big Brother's always (laughs) listening. Um, But yeah, so we were in the, you know, and you have the Sunday school rooms in church. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we were in the Sunday school room, and yeah. So she came through the door. We kind of hopped up and I like I hid in the bathroom and like we were trying to get out of the way and it was all bad. But um I to this day I I was I was a teenager when that happened and to this day I I've seen her I saw her last year at a funeral and I still can't look her in the eye. And oh. I'm 45. <laughs> so I still like every time I see her, I'm still like, oh God, I don't mean, I don't. And I guess the other place that would have been kind of, I mean, in my older years was at the school. Oh, 
Yeah. Um, See, I've had that in college. I didn't have that in high school. No, I wasn't in high school. I was, I, I'm talking about grown. We were just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we just were at the game and we needed to get it done before we actually left the game. <laughs> so. Oh, oh, there was a time limit. Yeah, there was yes, a time limit. There was limit. a curfew. So there was a curfew. Somebody and, was um, turning back into a pumpkin, huh? <laughs> Somebody needed to go home and had obligations. <laughs> so yeah, we had to get a gun. But that was in my early 20s, early, early pre-married 20s. Yeah, that, yeah, early. That, yeah, I think that was like 20. So, so mm-hmm. I guess now that I've revealed, I've also got a college experience. I got it. Got oh, that. Okay. So uh, I won't say at which campus it was, but it was at a college campus uh, that uh, had a little radio station, audio production bay in it that would lock. And so uh, my girlfriend at the time came in because I had to do a quote unquote shift and mm-hmm. do all that kind of good stuff. So, um, I got to be the pilot of the airwave, so to speak, uh, while I was doing my job because you could lock that door. And so it was very, and there were no windows and it was all soundproofed. So you could be very loud (laughs) and we were, and had a hell of a time. And I got an A on that project. I bet you did. Yeah. I got some A too. You know, and speaking (laughs) of that, I have a college one. (laughs) (laughs) I used to be the sports editor, ironically enough. I was a sports editor for the newspaper at a local college that I went to and had a uh, friend with benefits um, that was there. (laughs) And he... uh, he was about to go play basketball, I think, and I was about to add to turn in the paper, but where we were, there was like a, a music room. And so they had these music rooms that were uh, kind of like by where the newspaper room were. And he came in before he had to go to the music room and or before he had to go play basketball. And we literally went into one of those music rooms. We were just supposed to, you know, just just like a couple minutes, just nothing, you know, just a little makeout. Right, right, right. That turned into a full-fledged sex session. How we didn't get caught, I don't know, because those doors, anybody could have opened them, but they were, they had tinted windows, and so nobody opened it, thank God, but But they did start locking them after that. Like, you had to have a key to go in them afterwards. So, like, you just couldn't go into those rooms anymore. They actually started, they put locks, and you had a you had to get a key and pass to go into those rooms after that. So I don't know. Maybe it smelled like sex after there was, <laughs> Something was up. I had to get back to write my paper and he had a basketball game to get to. Yeah. There was, a, there was priorities, but we have to take the breaks. Yeah. Got to get them when you can. You know, man. Right. It's kind of like when you get married and you have kids, you got to take some of those quickie chances when you get a chance. That's right. That's exactly right. Um, so I like this particular question because I have a few, um, if you could sleep with any celebrity, who would it be? Oh my. <laughs> uh, let's see here. There's a lot. Oh, okay. I have a lot as well. <laughs> um man. Okay. So the one that bubbled up to the top of my head just is I think she's been number 1 for a while. It's Jennifer Aniston. Really? Yes. Since Friends, she's been in the top 10. And I call it the 10 list. Okay. So 
when I got into a relationship and somebody's got the good sense of humor and they're not jealous or anything like that, we right. do what we call the celebrity 10 list. So here are the 10 celebrities. If for some reason <laughs> you happen to be in a room with them and it's going to be dead, you get in a, you get, a there's, you get the automatic pass, but you have to register your 10. Now, anytime during the relationship, you can change out the 10s, but you have to publicly declare it within the relationship who gets to change in and out. So, you have a 10 list there. And so Jennifer Aniston has been in the 10 list since the 90s. <laughs> Your vintage list. Yeah, so I would say that she's probably the overall number one, the, the go-to there. And it's, I mean, I because I can remember I would actually pick out girls to talk to in the bar if they had the Jennifer Aniston hairstyle. Hmm. Okay. That's how much that would that go. Was, yeah. She's your definite turn on. Okay. So there is something about Jennifer Aniston that is just the strong woman, the just, it's just there. I don't know what it is. It's, that's, it's, well, I do know what it is. A beautiful, strong woman. That period. That's my type, you know? <laughs> so but there you go. There's, no, there's my, there's one of mine off my list. How about you? So, I mean, anybody that knows me, I have two all time, favorite people that if I was ever to be in a situation so if anybody ever wants to give me any Pittsburgh Steelers tickets and I'll never <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which you know Pittsburgh keeps on pinging I mean, hey, I mean somebody in Pittsburgh is downloading the Romance Diva podcast well you tell Sexual Chocolate I am looking for him it could be Sexual Chocolate <laughs> himself we don't know but I have um I have a thing for my sexual chocolate. I have the biggest crush on Mike Tomlin. I am a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I love Mike Tomlin. That is that is my bae, my boo, my heart. I know he's married with kids. He's been married a long time. I understand. I mean, it happens. <laughs> but that is that would definitely be my um celebrity crush. Um he's actually tied with my original celebrity crush, who I've had ever since, golly, it's probably since I was like 14 years old. So he was my first celebrity crush, and he still is my my heart, is LL Cool J. So, oh, um, yeah. yeah, so if I was ever to run, and, and he's married to that gummit, but <laughs> if I was ever to be in a situation where that didn't matter, he was no longer married, but yeah, LL Cool J, Mike Tomlin, I actually, um, and I have it saved, I actually have it screenshotted because I'm sappy like that, I even have old letters from other people, but I actually have a Twitter shout out back when he used to do his own Twitter, back when Twitter first got it started, but I have a Twitter shout out because I had said it would make my day or something like that if LL Cool J said, you know, hi to me or something like that. And he wrote, what up? <laughs> and he responded to my message. You would have thought that I had just been proposed to because I was like showing, I showed, I was like, look at this, look at it. <laughs> I was so excited. But yeah, that's my, that's my celebrity crushes. Um, both of them. <sighs> Yes. I actually have a new entry on my list, and it's a, it'll be a surprising entry for a lot of people. Okay. And it's a lot of it has to do with not so much the music she makes anymore, even though that caught my attention. That's how I, I caught wind of her. Mm-hmm. 
but it's all the stuff I have found out about her since. Okay. And her background and all that and what she's done to get to where she is today. This is a mental thing. Yes, okay. it right. is. Well, it usually is for me these days. It's a mental gas. It's a mental thing, but but there's also the beauty behind it. Okay. Megan the Stallion. <laughs> ah, now that yeah, that don't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> That one definitely surprises me. But if you think about what she's been through in her life yes. and how she's actually brought herself to this point to where, yeah, sure, you've got the thirst trap and you get the all that kind of good stuff going on. But, man, she's on her way. You know, I think she's going to be I, I think she's going to stay and yes. be something. You know, I can see. The evolution, you know, you get some of these people like Lady Gaga, for example, you know, you could see, oh, wait, there's something there. There's, And it's the same with Megan Thee Stallion. Now, the other thing is just she's sexy, sexy as hell. And that, eh, that <laughs> eh, does it for me every time. I don't know what it is. Just eh. And it's just like, oh, okay. I would like to make a happy meal with you like Cardi B and, and what's his face offset. did. Yeah, Offset. I <laughs> said, okay, let's go make a happy meal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So that's my new addition to the list is Megan Thee Stallion. Now, I can honestly tell you that I'm very shocked by that one <laughs> from you. I would have, I would have never saw that one coming. Okay. So the next question, <laughs> I think I'm still, still stuck by this Megan Thee Stallion thing. Um, okay. Um, this one is: Do you enjoy shower sex? <laughs> Okay, I'm not a I'm not a little bitty person. Um, Judy is Judy is kind of big. So while I was younger, that was a whole lot more exciting for me. Um, probably when I was like a size four, um, <laughs> so it was a little bit better. I enjoy taking showers with my. I like for us to shower together. Yes, yes. But shower sex. Um, the older I've gotten, not as much. Um, in the shower sex part now. The touching and you know everything else that we can do in the shower while we're in the shower that's all great but um getting these legs up like i used to in the shower on a slippery um basis right just a little bit right falling after 40 i've fallen after 40 so that's a hard time to heal from so i'm not i can still do the splits i'm very flexible but on a slippery um slope not so much so it's not for me as much as it used to be in my 20s (laughs) Right, and I, th- I I'm on, I'm in the same tub as you. Um, I uh, I used to enjoy it. it. Used to be great when I was young, and we could make it happen and all that. But now, it's just not so much. Just I don't want to hurt myself. I don't want to hurt my partner. And you know, and overall, though, you're exactly right. I liked more what we could do in the shower, washing each other, and doing that kind of that intimate touch. And, yeah. Those type of things that that was the prelude of you know the rest for the rest of the day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, this one. Okay, I like this one. Do you prefer eye contact or not during sex? Oh. Me personally, I love eye contact. Eye contact is a turn on for me, um, which is I actually like the missionary position. With someone that I like. I mean, if it's not, if it's not someone I like, then, you know, turn your head away. <laughs> <laughs> bend me over? Yeah, That's, bend me over. Well, yeah, but, yeah. see, bending me over is my favorite position. Okay. I love to be bent over. But I love to be bent over and looking back. 
So uh, I okay. I will always be looking back unless I can't. But <laughs> sometimes you can't always look back because you're in the moment. But I like to look back because Judy's pretty cool. So I like to look back at her too. So <laughs> I, I like to watch my own ass. Gotcha, so. gotcha, gotcha. But, uh, so I, but I love eye contact. Eye contact is a big turn on for me. So, I mean, for both of us to be looking into each other's eyes, um, I like for a guy to moan. I don't like quiet sex. I'm not a quiet sex person because I need to know what, if you're enjoying something and if you just don't say anything, I'm like, is this, you know, is this thing on? Is the mic on? Hello? You know, (laughs) are we here? So you need more than just macaroni stirred in the pot, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, guy moans to me are sexy as hell. I mean, when he says, oh, fuck, I'm like, oh, yeah. Because you know, so, I'm like, I have taken your soul, check mark. Ah. But but yeah, I if you don't say anything, and and some guys aren't verbal. Some guys don't like to be verbal, but that's also a turn off for me. So you know, you might not get a call back. It might not happen again. But I'm a very verbalizing person. I love for, even when I even when I'm giving head, I prefer to hear something i mean you gotta either you know grab my head no when i say grab my head i don't mean grab my head and push it down because that's the i know what i'm doing i don't need your help i'm the headmaster i don't need your help i don't need your tips and i damn sure don't need you to be pushing my head okay don't push my head down making i'll bite you (laughs) (laughs) let's try to avoid that part (laughs) yeah it'll get violent real quick i got the job let me do it um but I just love to hear him because if I can hear him saying, you know, moaning or the oh fucks or any of that, that's a turn on for me. I'm going to go the distance. I'm going to even go, I might throw in a couple of little tricks. <laughs> so, but I, yeah, but yeah, back to the eye contact, love eye contact. And I love, I love verbal men as well. Now, um, I love eye contact too, but there are times when I've noticed that partners will, when they are coming, mm-hmm. she will usually keep her eyes closed or, or the, clench the eyes and I'm, uh, you know. Yeah. And so that's when, especially if we're in the missionary position, that's when I look at me. I'll just say, look at me just like that. Open your eyes and look at me when this is happening, you know. And it just gets all that much more intense. Mm-hmm. Or I'll pull him closer. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when I'm coming, I'll pull him closer. So his head is like literally right there with mine. So I can't really look at him at that point unless I do it this way. But if I'm pulling him closer to where it's like almost resting on me, it's because I'm really, really coming. I got you, got you, got you. It's like that orgasm about to be intense. And I got to hold you so I don't literally hop off this bed. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, the, the uh, but yeah, that's I do like the eyes open, but you know sometimes you just you especially at that point of climax, there's sometimes you just can't help it and you keep your eye or you close your eyes or yeah. whatever, you know. So, but yeah, I like that, and usually I would say I'm a moaner. Usually, it's uh, it's been a while, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to say, it, I don't know. I mean, yes, yes. Do you still make those sounds? Yeah, I probably do. I probably would be that, hmm, damn. 
or <laughs> something like I would definitely cuss. I'm a cusser in bed. Yeah, I do cuss. I okay. do use the popular cuss words in bed. He uses uh, those. Yeah. Shit, damn, and fuck. Those, gotcha. Yeah. Those are probably my three go-to words. The Romance Diva is sharing her stories, but we want to hear about your fun, sexy stories and questions too. Tell us your experiences with romance and sex, and we'll share with the Romance Diva podcast audience. Of course, we'll keep the names out of it to protect the guilty and innocent alike. You can find past episodes at the Romance Diva Podcast.symbolcast.com. The Romance Diva can be found on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music Podcasts. You can catch the Romance Diva Natasha Pendleton on social media. On Facebook, Natasha Hauser Pendleton. On Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok, OKC's Romance Diva. You can email us, theromancedivapodcast at gmail.com. Check out the Romance Diva's event planning and custom design business at Unforgettable Events OKC on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Now back to more Romance Diva. Um, this one is probably more like a shower for me, too. I, I used to do this more in my younger years. Um sex in the car um it's not a complete turn off for me um however like i said i'm not the same size that i was in my younger years so it's a little bit more awkward for me at this point now head in the car game on i mean let's 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 do that (laughs) that's a definite road trip even if we're just going to the movies, <laughs> head in the car is not, that's that's actually a turn on for me. I I like that one, but sex in the car, oh, not so much anymore. Um, I've never really talked to anyone that was a small individual either. So, I mean, you got two big bodies trying to get into that seat. It's just it's just a little bit of a hassle. Well, see, I come from a <laughs> a, a time when. Uh, the cars were much larger than they are today. Yeah, they're definitely not. They're not. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're very not. compact It's now. very hard to get into the cars of today compared to they were back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, once again, it's, I was younger. Yes. And yes, sometimes it was out of necessity because uh, sometimes the, the relations were happening as we were living with people who uh, probably disapproved of our connections. Okay. Do you prefer to take control or be submissive? Oh, I am not a submissive. Um, I am also not necessarily a control freak. I kind of like the mutual satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of the title of one of our former yeah, podcasts is mutual. Yeah. Sat- uh, I like that s- mutual satisfaction. Let's just kind of play around, please, as it goes. But if you're talking about control, I mean, I have been tied up and blindfolded and was still in control. Okay. Um, and that was with somebody who was experienced and like she was experienced in the Dom and submission lifestyle and things like that. And she was like, why will you just not submit? There's just not, I can't get you to submit. You're not a submissive. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I'm not a submissive. It's just not, I, it's not in my nature to be submissive. But it's also not something I take to the other extreme where I've got to dominate and you've got to do this and you've got to do that. And I'm not that I guess I don't equate it to that way. But I yeah, you can put me in a blindfold and tie me up, but I'm still there's something about me that I'm still in control of that situation. Okay, Um, I guess I could say I've been on both sides of that fence. Um, I guess being more on the dominant side it would really depend on the partner itself 
Um, because for them, I like my partner to be more dominant. I like to be a little bit more submissive. However, um, there's times when I like to be dominant, um, but it doesn't work with certain people. Um, certain people don't have that personality. They don't have that. They, they just, they're not into that per se. So it's just not something that you can do with just, you have to know the person really well or else you can bring out a whole nother side of somebody in, in that situation. Um, so, but I like, I, I like to be able to do both sides of that. I think a little bit of balance between the two is, is a big turn on because of course that goes back to mutual satisfaction. Um, and on that mutual satisfaction, I had a guy, um, on my Instagram message and he was like, you know, that's something that, um, he would like, he said, I would like for girls to understand that we want you guys to make moves first. He's like, we don't always want to be the first one to make those moves, but we want you to grab his, you know, grab your dick, kiss you first. You know, we want you to be more, uh, take charge, not just kind of pillow princess and laying there, which is very valid. Cause you know, some people get, you know, no one wants lazy sex. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I, and I completely agree. I mean, I don't mind if, if sometimes, you know, my partner, if she would ever drop a hint, you mm-hmm. know, it's kind of like, yeah, drop those hints. Cause sometimes I'm so into my world, especially if it's been a while, you know, I'm so into my world and sometimes I don't pick up the hints and sometimes a direct hint will change direction and will make me focus on where I need to focus on. And you bring up a good point, a direct hint, because here's the thing too, closed mouths don't get fed. So if, if someone doesn't know what you want, I mean, we can think we know what you want and we can try doing things that we think you're going to like, but that, I mean, that kind of comes along with the communication lines too, is that a lot of times people think that what they did with a different partner works for the partner they're with now. And the partner you had before could be like the freak of the week. Like they could have been into just everything. And the partner that you are with now might be a little bit more reserved, but certain people bring out different things in you. Mm-hmm. Like I never, ever, ever. <laughs> thought I would call a man daddy. Like, oh, I would never yeah. say that. I'm like, you are not my daddy. I am never going to call no man daddy. <laughs> it's funny because I wasn't into that too because I'm like, oh no. Because, I, you know, as a father, that's kind of one of yes, those. Yes, exactly. But when I had uh, when I had my first Puerto Rican lover and she called me Poppy, that was a little bit different because you're like, I know it's the same. Mm-hmm. But, but it sounds different. It was, it was <laughs> it that accent. As, it was that sad. accent. It was that accent. And I mean, uh, yeah. So it it just depends on the person that you're with, and you know how that relationship goes. But I think the mutual satisfaction, a little bit of both. I mean, that goes a long way. But communication is also a big factor in that, whether it's a dominant or submissive situation communication, communication, communication. Cause some people don't like the way they sound when they're having sex or they don't like, you know, their voice. Cause it's like, Oh my God, I was moaning. Or, or did it sound, you know, did it sound sexy or did it sound like a dead dog? You know, what did, <laughs> what did that sound like? But sometimes in our head, we're thinking 
way different than what the other person is thinking. Like they're not even at that level. You are, you cause more issues in your head than anybody else. Like you, my dad used to tell me you're your own self's problem. Like, you know, cause I used to always overthink, you know, anything like when I was going to take a test, everything, I was just an overthinker. I didn't blame it on my Taurus. You know, I'm a Taurus. So I like to eat and like to overthink, <laughs> but, but so you could be your own self's problem on many occasions. But yeah, so communication on that one, especially when it comes to a dominant submissive relationship, highly key because with, with different people, you can be different things. Plus with different people, people bring out just a different part of you. Some people make you relax a little bit differently. Some people make you feel differently that, you know, you can be, you can be a different person. Like I would love to be in a relationship where that person liked role playing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I get, sh- sure. I mean, that's the funny thing you bring role playing up. Cause that was actually one of the kind of, you know, during the week I have these little fantasy questions <laughs> of what's going to come up on the romance diva mm-hmm. this week. And so I've got to be, I've got to be in tune. I got to, and one of them was role playing and I got to thinking about it. And I'm like, you know, I've never really actively role played. Really? I mean, I think the biggest thing was maybe strangers at a bar, mm-hmm. but that was it. I have done that one. That one's actually pretty interesting. That's yeah. kind of fun. That was a, it was a slight backfire in that role play because the strangers in the bar, there was another uh, couple at the bar that didn't realize that we were, we already knew each other. So we were in this role playing situation. <laughs> and so they were thinking that, I was being harassed by him where that wasn't the case. So they were trying to take me. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And so I was like, no, no, you know, you're not, no, we, we already have this situation ready to go. We're not adding all y'all to the character list. So yeah. um, But the role playing situation, the older I get and the more I've learned in life, um, it's just so much more to things than just what you were originally taught. And I think sometimes we put ourselves in boxes or categories, or we remember relationships that we were in. And so we think that everything's supposed to be this one way. And it's so not, I mean, there's so much more. And so I just really, I guess the older I've gotten, my mind has opened up more. And so I'm way more open-minded than I was, you know, at 20, at 30, at 40, And so, you know, it's one of those things where you say, well, don't ever say what you won't do. And that's exactly right. Because I'm like, oh, I'll never. I mean, when I, but I'm like, you know, maybe I should. That might not be too bad. You know? So, so, I mean, I think role playing, I got like four different schoolgirl outfits. I got a nurse outfit. I got a little red riding hood outfit. I got, um, I got a couple in the closet. So. See, there you go. you're ready. You're ready and willing as soon as the right candidate comes and, along. And able. So, you know, maybe you ought to reverse uh, what they usually do and start holding auditions on the couch. Ah, not the couch. Mm-mm, mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. And I ain't doing that on the couch. Because, see, this was my son's couch. And I don't know what happened on this couch before, uh, before oh, I put it in okay. the Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No problem. I don't know no. what happened before. But, that, but that's, that's an idea if you ever want to audition actors. 
<laughs> for the role playing part. Let me see how you. How do good of an actor role. are you? Can you really take on this role or not? Are Would you, you read talking? this line for me, please, and put some feeling behind it? And you have to read this line naked because I have to see what all you're working with first. So let's go ahead and um, undress, please. Oh, you were definitely a grower. Okay, so we'll, so we'll put you in the sad <laughs> growing category. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, so a yeah. little bit more talking and okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was a um, I got in trouble for sharing it on Facebook too, actually, because you know Facebook loves to put me in jail. Um, but there was a and if I could do this, I would love it. But it was three women that they were guessing. <laughs> they were guessing guys' ethnicity by grabbing their dick and touching him. Like they were, they were blindfolded. The girls were blindfolded, and they would come up to the guy from behind, and they were actually feeling him. Like the whole, I like they were feeling. They had to do it with his clothes on, so they couldn't do it. Um, you know, they couldn't put their hands in his pants, but. They were feeling it through whatever he had on, whether it was jeans or some joggers or whatever. And I was like, man, fuck a blind date. I want to have that panel or I could just guess. <laughs> I'm like, can I get some guys interested? I got three friends that I know <laughs> would be judges in this. <laughs> can we just get all y'all to line up and we'll guess how, you know, how old you are? Or what, you know, different characteristics about you so by touching you. This, this would be like uh, the romance diva uh, uh, carnival is what we could call that. We could that. call that? Okay, yeah. Yeah. You have to sign you a could, consent form you to get, make sure you're right, okay with being consent, fondled. <laughs> consent forms. And then, uh, yeah, well, I mean, that sounds like that that could be a podcast uh, in the future. That could be, That yes. could be. Now, uh, you also have to be very, very comfortable with a dude in the room recording all this. I mean, hey. I mean, what guy, a lot of y'all guys... Have had dudes in the room while you're having sex. So, I mean, come on. You'd be all right with a guy recording. You'd be all right with the touching. So, you pretend he ain't even in the room. I mean, that's all there you got to go. do. I'll be as quiet as I can be. I mean. Because <laughs> <laughs> I might be over here laughing. You have to be. Because, I mean, I, when, I, when I watched that, I was like, oh, my God. I mean, like, one girl was so descriptive. She was like, oh, and you a young thing, too. Because you, oh, yeah, there ain't no hair on your chest. <laughs> she was like, he was getting all into hers. And then when she would take the blindfold, she'd be, like, the one lady, when she would take her blindfold off, she'd be like, oh, man. She's like, that's not what I thought. I was like, I knew you were wrong. I just, oh, you, you have no job, man. So yeah, that would so be. I mean, that would beat a blind date game any day. Like, uh, what is that? What is that? speed dating? Right. Fuck a speed date. I, let's let's guess. Let's let's go for the dick game. It's, <laughs> so. it's wow. I think we need to set up that as a as a dating game type thing. That it's would the be a romance fun dating diva, game. <laughs> romance diva dating game type thing. Yeah. Whose dick is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I mean, this I, is... I mean, I would come up with a better title. I'm sure, but we'll have to. You know, we'll, yeah, we'll let have me to brainstorm play with that, that title. <laughs> I guess I don't know, but it would be fun. I mean, you had to see it. I mean, it was it it was great. <laughs> well, the real penis, please stand up. Exactly, and nothing. And and in and in defense, there is nothing wrong with growers, because you know a lot of men are growers. 
but there is something extremely sexy about a guy that does not have to grow. That he's just, I, one of my biggest turns on is seeing a guy that is long, girthy, soft. I'm like, damn, blessings. <laughs> blessings on blessings on blessings. Just beautiful. Just, just, uh, just, I don't know. I know on a Sunday at this best, Lord help me, please. But yeah, just beautiful. Beautiful. All right. So any more uh, questions that we got from the uh, Romance Diva podcast faithful? Oral sex, giver or receiver? Yes. Both. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, yes, and yes. Yes, yes, and yes. You'll take it how how it comes. I do, but I do, but I do enjoy giving. I really, really do enjoy giving. That is something that I I can do just as an afternoon snack, um, or you know, with a combination of a seven course meal. Um, but I just I do enjoy giving. I do enjoy giving. That is something I, I'm not just going to be down there for a token lick. Uh, I hope not. Yeah. Well, you know, some, <laughs> from what I understand, some guys well, yes, are token liquors, and and they're like, "Ooh, I'll, okay, my turn." Not and even it's just, a token liquor, more like a ah, uh, uh, it's like okay, if you don't know more than blah, 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 <laughs> stop. So, so yeah, I mean, I'm I yeah I I like just just like you like to advertise you delivering your services. Mm-hmm. I am that way on the other end. Yes, yeah, I am definitely more of a giver than a receiver, and it's just because I know what I want and I know how I like it, and not everyone is great at doing it. So I, I, I equate giving head by anybody the same way. If you don't want to do it or if you don't like to do it, just don't do it. Cause attitude is everything when giving head, you don't ever want me to be pissed off at you and then give you head after. Cause if I'm pissed, I'm giving an angry blowjob. Now, me in an angry blowjob stance is not a good thing because it will not be the least bit heartwarming. And by heartwarming, I say you will not like it. (laughs) It's not because I love to give head. It's giving head actually turns me on. So that's that's my thing with giving head. It's a turn on for me. It I, I get wet just in the act of it. So I'm already that's my foreplay like. Giving head is my foreplay lead up. Like I, I have to do it. It's like that movie. She's got to have it. I got to do it. Um, but when I say attitude is everything, attitude is everything with anything, but just to give an angry blowjob, I mean, you got teeth involved at this point. You ain't, you ain't being nice about it. You ain't using none of the techniques, you know, you giving it just, it's, you're not even giving the art of sloppy toppy. You give it horrible toppy. I mean, it's just it's just wrong on all levels. I I take head very seriously. I don't look like I'm 45. I like the fact that um I don't look 45, and so I also attribute that to the head game because you know you using the muscles, all them facial muscles, keeps the skin from wrinkling. You know, just so y'all know, little you know, keeps skin from wrinkling, looking all saggy and all that jazz. 
So, I mean, you want better looking skin, you want to keep them jaw, uh, jaw bones and everything tightened, give more head, you know, give, <laughs> exercise those facial muscles. It'll definitely help. I mean, really help with some, you don't want that sagging skin. You want to still look young. So, you know. <laughs> it's the fountain of youth. It is. And I, and I love to partake from that fountain. Yes, I do. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I hate drought season. Lord, I hate drought season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, how about I share that poem by now? Oh, yes, you can read your poem. Yeah, yeah. So let me see if I can pull it, still pull it up here. Cause I'm, there we go. There we go. All right. So a friend of mine who is a world traveler, she uh, is actually a uh, travel uh, writer. And, like a uh, travel blogger? Not blogger, okay. writer. Actually published in all these international magazines and publications and stuff like that. So blogger, I guess you could say blogger, but this is actually somebody that actually gets published in these, like Condé Nast uh, magazine. Oh, okay. Or, I mean, the legitimate travel press. I think I actually know who She's you're talking about, yeah. So, so she She's posted this. Too, She's one of your friends uh, as well. So I've known her for years, but she posted this. And so, Heidi, thank you so much for posting this. Oh, this is then great. yes, I do know Yes, <laughs> yes. So, and she did this for World Poetry Day. And uh, it's kind of interesting. It's an ancient Egyptian love lyric. It was written sometime between 1085 and 570 BC, according to her post. Okay. Which makes it, and it was translated, and it's a loose transa- uh, translation, but it proves the point that we've been getting freaky for thousands of years as humans. And this is a freaky poem that I just, when I read, I was like, oh, this has got to go on the show at some point in time. (laughs) So here we go with a little poetry. Here's an ancient Egyptian love lyric as translated by Michael Birch. Is there anything sweeter than these hours of love when we're together and my heart races? For what is better than embracing and fondling when you visit me? And we surrender to delights. If you reach to caress my thigh, I will offer you my breast also. It's soft. It won't jab you or thrust you away. Will you leave me because you're hungry? Are you ruled by your belly? Will you leave me because you need something to wear? I have chests full of fine linen. Will you leave me because you're thirsty? Here, suck my breasts. They're full to overflowing and all for you. I glory in the hours of our embracings. My joy is incalculable. The thrill of your love spreads through my body like honey in water, like a drug mixed with spices, like wine mingled with water. Oh, that you would speed to see your sister like a stallion in heat, like a bull to his heifer. To the heavens have granted us love like flames igniting straw, desire like the falcon's free-falling frenzy. I think I laughed when you got to the stallion part because of what you told me about Megan the Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, and you know, it's, it's funny because 
I, I suck at poetry. That's one of the reasons why I just enjoyed that so much. It was just like, all right. And I know in loose interpretation, some of it got lost. I mean, maybe the sister thing. <laughs> I don't know. That's just not quite. I don't think that was the intent there <laughs> is to start bringing up sister it kind of when you me, want to be mounted like a stallion. Yeah. You know, it gave me um, old Harlequin romance novel mixed with like the book of Solomon. <laughs> There you go. There you go. A, I was like, should I be thinking of the Bible as well as a romance novel when I'm hearing yeah. this from? Because that's exactly where I got. That's interesting. But, but if you read the Book of Solomon, I mean, it was he was very poetic. Yes. Well, there's a lot of poetry in that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of poetry there. And in fact, if you get into, um, I think, into some of the Proverbs, you get some of that erotica poetry and some of that, believe it or not. Yeah. Bible's pretty deep. It, 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 it dabbles <laughs> over there. There was some dabbling. A little bit, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, well, they had like like 500 wives back then in the day. Maybe well, I, I think I think some of this was on a romantic love mm-hmm. and things like that because you were the you know proverbs were used as as a poetry to and here I go and I hope I'm not showing my nerd side and turning people off by talking about the Bible, but yeah. So it was, some of that was meant for poetry to be read in the home with your uh, wives or significant others, concubines. Yeah, I mean, it, or or your additional wives or things like that. There yeah. was at least because a million of them back then. Yeah, so there, you know, there's some explanation behind some of that. Hmm. Gotcha. So, have you ever had a guy? That's the other thing is guys don't do the poetry or writing or romantic things. That's a, you got me to thinking last week when we were talking about guys and how much they suck at dating these days. God, y'all so do. And so, what about the? Remember the little notes in elementary school and high school? Do and you I still like have me, yes my notes. No? I still have my notes because they were they were some of the best things ever. I have a trunk like one of those like big trunk chests, kind of like one of those military style ones. And I still have um, cards that I got, letters. I mean, I kept all that stuff. That stuff is, I'm a hopeless romantic. So that stuff means a lot. It's not the text message, the W-I-D, what are you doing? It's not that, oh, really want to see you, babe. Really? Do you? <laughs> but I mean, really? Or was just, you know, it. We miss those things. Yeah, we want to be freaky. We want to bunch, jump your bones. We love all of that part. But that romance, oh, God, it's so dead. Um, that's that's kind of, that's kind of a, no, I wouldn't say it was a turn off because there's still a lot of qualities that are great with certain men. But it is, it's something that's missed. I missed, I miss letters. I, I, like I said, I still have all my letters that I've gotten um, from different relationships, especially when they were, especially when y'all would fight. Like I have like my angry letters still, like oh. when we were, them apology letters, them oh, I'm wow. sorry letters. You know, I still have all of those. And you know, those were, those were those letters that, you know, when you were in a different mood, you would go back and reread and, you know, so now you can't, you don't have that feel. It's not that piece of paper anymore. You go look at a text thread and be like, you know, when I look at a text thread now, I'm trying to figure out where you got me fucked up at. Like, okay, wait a minute. When did I, where, you know, hold on. You said, and texting is so different because your passion in a text comes out completely different than what it would do in a letter. Your letter and emotions are so much different. Um, so I, I do miss 
I do miss that old school love that, you know, that, that nineties, that eighties R and B style love. I mean, that was when music would pour out their heart. That's oh, why they got fucked so good. Oh. <laughs> because you There's, literally yeah. gave your whole. You, that, let's just put it that way. That's my 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 go to music list. A lot of nineties R and B. A lot of nineties. I mean, that R&B. was it. Like I have, I have a letter. I call it the red letter from a guy that I mean, it was when I was, I goes in high school junior well i think it was high school i have i call it the red letter because it was from a guy that i was dating his friend and so he was telling me how upset he was about that because of the friendship he and i had you know didn't go exactly the way he had planned because i picked someone else i picked his friend to you know go out with um so but we called it the red letter you know (laughs) because it was you know, you gotta be real pissed off to write a four-page letter in all red ink. So, <laughs> right back then, yeah, yeah. As a dude, oh hell yeah, you mad man. But, um, so yeah, so but we we love. I mean, we get sappy. We have our moments that we like. I love for a man to open the car door. I think that is one of the most sweetest gestures. I love a car door being open for me. My grandpa used to always tell me to never. Like when I would have friends that were picking me up from something, my grandpa would always make them come to the door. You're not going to honk the horn and expect me mm-hmm. to come outside because you honk the horn. My grandpa said, if you go outside after he honked the horn, you'll be going outside. If every time someone honks the horn and you'll never, he'll never come to the door for you. You make a man come to the door for you. See, I have to agree <laughs> with that. I am the same so way. I will never, if you honk the horn, I'm not coming outside. Yeah. I just, you, you have to come to the door. It's just certain, it's just certain little romantic quirks that I, but like poetry, I love poetry, especially erotic poetry. Fuck yeah. I mean, that shit is sexy as hell. I love to go to poetry slams and just that's, that would be an epic date for me. Um, way better than dinner and a movie. I would love to listen to poetry because it's, it's, that's a whole different form of foreplay because the way those words, the way that some people can formulate those words and use them. I mean, that is a talent, like a whoa, that is great. And that gets you like all fucking horny. <laughs> well, gotta thank our uh, our faithful listeners, we our did. podcast y'all listeners. Are, y'all are you guys are awesome. You guys are great. I Keep gotta those figure out a name for you. Well, you know, and we we brought that up, so maybe yes. if uh, you, you guys, guys have need suggest- to help me on yeah. suggestions for names to call y'all. And so, where can they send those suggestions along with any story Anything. ideas or questions? So you can follow me on Facebook as Natasha Hauser Pendleton. As well as you can email me um, at the Romance Diva Podcast at gmail.com. I will answer you. I won't ignore. I'm not like t- too sophisticated yet where I have a staff that reads those and responds for me. Just that's yet. the goal. That's but the that's goal. the goal. I want to yeah. be able to be like, yeah, handle that. Y'all message these people back. <laughs> Make sure they're worth our time with the Romance Diva Podcast. But Come yes, on. We're huge. Yes. So, yes, I do have to find a name for my audience because you guys have definitely been listening and sharing because we did hit over 500 downloads. We're but, on our uh, way to 1,000 now. Yes. So, um, but uh, yeah, so any suggestions on what y'all want to be called, let us just know. And if you want to catch up with past podcasts, because, you know, sometimes what's happening now is that you can also catch us on all the different podcasting Spotify, services. Yep. 
Google, uh, Google, Google podcast, podcast Apple, podcast. Apple podcast. So, uh, Amazon music, mm-hmm. we're all kind of listed everywhere. And of course the other place you can go is our website, which is the romance diva podcast.simplecast.com. That's once again, the romance diva podcast.simplecast.com. So you can play catch up. If this is your first time, uh, listening, thanks a lot. Tell us where you're from and all that kind of good stuff. Say hi, yes. especially if you're from like, we, we had Canada. Alberta, Canada, mm-hmm. Alberta, Canada. Berlin, too. Right? Berlin, can, uh, Germany. Uh, Germany went what? in. Not Berlin, Canada. <laughs> but Berlin, Germany tuned in. You've uh, now had somebody from Sing- Singapore, like I said last week, downloaded all the episodes and listened. Yeah, so whoever yeah. you are, awesome. <laughs> yeah, we want to know. We want to know who. And, of course, like I said, there is a weekly download that has been happening for the last five weeks from Pittsburgh. So if you know my sexual chocolate, or if you are the sexual <laughs> chocolate, let a sister know. <laughs> yeah, so say hi to us and all that kind of good stuff. And like I said, uh, if you want to get on the couch, that's also a request thing that you yes. need to do. So once again, how do we get a hold of you again? Uh, Natasha Hauser Pendleton on Facebook or Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, OKC's Romance Diva. You can email the podcast, the Romance Diva podcast at gmail.com or... I think that's it for me. I think that's it. And well, and then you can go shot a JD podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. You can try he, that one. He's the man of voices and all that good talent. I don't have all uh, that. I'm just the producer. <laughs> I'm just the producer. So, but you know, we, we, that's the other thing is if you're also interested in uh, your own podcast and stuff like that, we can talk about that, but that that's a service that costs you some money. So just keep that in mind. That's kind of one of those services I offer over on the side so but anyway that's uh, my side (laughs) yeah (laughs) I can't say that type of thing I can't you can't you can't well thank you once again yes Uh, thank you guys for listening to episode 13 that's what we're on and see hopefully we might have a guest for episode 14 since I will be returning messages this week and I'm really looking forward to the whole online, online dating, dating oh god I can't wait for her I think that's going to go hand in hand with our whole get romantic dudes yes oh yeah because I've heard a couple of her stories and I literally fell out like you went on you did what so like the fact that yeah, I'm like, oh God, I got to hear some of this. All right, so you got to stick <laughs> around for that. And once again, thank you so much for listening to the Romance Diva Podcast. <laughs>